Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, nice to see you. This is the COB. I'm Nadine Blaney. And I'm Juliette Sali. We are on a pretty good day today. Yeah, we sure are. Look, maybe coming off the boil just slightly. However, looking pretty good still here for the SIBO Australia Index. We've got it up by nine tenths of a percent, of course. Juliet, the last of the day's trades are mm. going through the ASX. Yeah, indeed. And we have looked like the ASX 200 is going to fall back below that 6,900 point level. We were, I think, about 6,930 earlier today, but uh, 6,897 on the ASX 200. But it's been a really good broad-based day. You've got pretty much every sector higher and certainly a lot of the momentum coming through in those interest rate sensitive uh, stocks. So that's where we've seen a lot of uh, buying coming through. And that's just really on the back of the fact that a lot of people think, you know, uh, is the Fed done now? Are we at the, the peak of peak? the cycle? Peak. Well, I had a good chat with Mark Bailey, who's from Capstream Capital, a little bit earlier on this mm. morning. And he said, yeah, as expected, sticking to script, not a lot of changes there. But he said, it, it, like, interest rate cuts, he doesn't think are coming through to the end of 2024. Yeah, I think kind of the earliest forecast is something like June, but even then it's only yeah. a 26% chance. Um, you know, we are looking very much ahead to Apple, though, because oh, whether yeah. or not that's going to, well, it will show us the, the, the strength of the Aussie consumer. I thought what was really interesting as well, when you look at those US earnings, is what Estee Lauder had and, and Airbnb as well, just showing some of the concerns about the overall strength of the consumer. Consumer. We call we talk about the lipstick index, of course, which yeah. is when you buy makeup, even if you think there's going to be an economic downturn, because as I say, put lipstick on a pig. But you know, you you still it's want to a make, little treat. You it's, want to make yourself it's something feel that's good. relatively affordable. And you know what's interesting? Because I did a little bit of research on this. The former chairman of Estee Lauder actually came up with the uh, lipstick index. But they were one of the companies that has really started to show the effect of the downturn of consumers and they saw their shares hit like a six year low. Yeah, I spoke with um, a gentleman, an analyst from CFRA, Zachary, a little bit earlier today in the quarter report. That's up online so you can access all of the analysis we're doing on U.S. quarterlies. And he talked about he talked about Estee Lauder. He also talked about Canada Goose. I don't know if you mm. know those big know, yeah. puppies. Okay. With the what? fur, all the rest of it that we're so... Everybody at Davos wears them. Yes. Like the World such, Economic such Forum. Such But apparently <laughs> the brand is taking a bit of a hit in places like China. So again, like when the momentum turns, when it comes mm. to these brands, you never know. And uh, yeah, so we've got three and counting under our belts. Let's find out where we are seeing some of the strength coming through. And uh, a lot of it following on from the U.S. session, of course, is with you know the tech index because we we saw those magnificent like the, the Nasdaq had a really stellar session. Yeah. Uh, WiseTech.Global, they're finishing up by about 3%, Block up by 3% as well. So, yes, yeah, certainly just that interest rate sensitive sector. And as you mentioned, the back of those moves on tech. When we look at the REITs, they are also affected by potential peak in the rate hiking cycle. 
Yeah, so we've got、um, all positivity being seen here. And Charter Hall now it's retail REIT did、uh, come out today and actually talk about the revaluation of the BP Australia assets, saying that、uh, it looks like it's you know hit an uplift in the values there, and they have reaffirmed guidance for the retail REIT going forward. Just a bit of news from the space. Guess what? Did not perform well today overall. <laughs> utilities, and we don't have Origin Energy on there. Maybe that's going to come up in one of our top stories. But that was certainly a big lag on the overall utilities space. And it looks like Australian Super once again has said no,、nah, no deal to this、uh, improved, yeah, improved takeover bid, which is sixteen point four billion dollars. Okay, so、uh, energy was another sector that was in the doldrums, but why focus on that when we've got you know such positivity being expressed for the third session running? You're right. As, as I as I would have thought, <laughs> you know, one <laughs> of the bigger corporate stories of the day. Yeah, and CSR was also in focus. You know, this was an interesting one because they have. Talked about the the effect of their aluminum business, but they paid a dividend towards the higher end of their ratio payout. So I think that's why people sort of liked that story. They were also talking up the momentum in the space and、uh, you know stabilization and a, and a move forward when it comes to approvals. I spoke with Joshua Barker from Macro Capital about CSR just to start the session. Way. Feels like a long time ago, 10 a.m. So if you'd like to find that online, you can as well. And、uh, GQG Partners, as well. So we've got a bit of a M and A in、yeah. that fund. Man, actually, quite a lot of it in the fundy space. And Siona Mining. I mean, this is on our top leaders and laggards so often, and we often don't know why. But it does seem like they found some new lithium there in Quebec. So saying these new finds have the potential to upgrade the resource at the site. Okay. Now,、uh, last on the list, we've got BHP.、It、did hold its AGM yesterday. Really focusing on the future. Really focusing on those future focused. Uh, resources and including, you know, spending big for its Jensen Potash project that is in Canada, actually as well. A few few name drops for Canada、yeah. coming so far. Is this the Canadian CRB? <laughs> this is the CSR being the stock of the day. We were joined by Michael Gable from Fairmont Equities and Kevin Robinson from Team Invest. Let's see what they had to say about CSR. Based on all of that, I'd avoid it for now.、Um, I'd have it as a sell, and I think you could you know, wait for an opportunity when it does get cheap、yep. um, and, and get in then. But at the moment, it looks like I can't see the upside from here. Currently,、uh, I'm looking good on our filters,、uh, except for the price and the stability of earnings growth is a little low. Right.、Um, so may we may look at it again.、Uh, we'll see see how it goes in the future, and as you say, see what happens with、uh, with the、uh, building approvals. Okay, but not for you at the moment. Doesn't not right now. Right. No,、okay. I, I agree with Michael. If you if you're interested in it,、uh, I would wait until the price comes down, and as you say, keep an eye on on, on the approvals. Little cameo from Kashi in that one. Yeah, indeed, some good editing there. Well, welcome <laughs> to the COB, Henry Jennings from Marcus today. Henry, good to see you. What did you、Hi. read into、uh, the FOMC decision, particularly when you look at the effect on the bond yields? The two-year they're plunging, so the market kind of assessing that we might be done. Uh, yeah, hi. I think yeah, the market、uh, was pretty、uh, nonplussed in some respects. The, the, the fact that they were going to pause 
was pretty much in the price, to be honest. Uh, maybe there was a few punters uh, playing a surprise rate hike, but certainly the uh, we've seen the bond market doing the Fed's work for it, and that's what the Fed was talking about. So that was a good result. I think that's obviously cheered the market here. It cheered the market in the US. Now, of course, we've got the hurdle next week of the uh, RBA. But you would imagine that the RBA's playbook now uh, could work upon similar lines that the uh, the Fed did as well in terms of the bond yields. I mean, we saw the 10 years up to nearly 5% uh, in both jurisdictions uh, recently. So come off a bit, but still pretty elevated. I, I still think that uh, rate cuts are an awful long way off. We're going to see higher for longer. The US economy is still going like a train in some respects, which is uh, kind of weird, I have to say. But um, yeah, good day on our market today. The Fed did what it was supposed to do. Uh, a pretty, I guess, a slightly dovish commentary from uh, Jerome Powell as well. And you do get the feeling they are done. Okay, so if they are done, we don't think the RBA is. I mean, today we followed the U.S. market higher on this interest rate enthusiasm. But does the picture change here for local equities maybe come Tuesday? Uh, well, I, I think the RBA is done for the time being. I think they're going to pause this time out, and I think they'll pause before Christmas, and then we'll have a couple of months to reassess things uh, before they come back in February. So I do think the RBA is done. We have seen fuel prices rising considerably. Now, I know that feeds into the inflationary story, but also it's quite a democrat democratic way of uh, crimping back consumer demand because unlike mortgage rates, it does affect everyone. Everyone, when they fills up, apart from Tesla owners, of course, etc., um, is feeling the pinch at the pump, and that does slow consumer spending. So, uh, you know, I think a combo of uh, what the Fed's done coupled with higher petrol prices is just going to take a little bit of sting out of consumer spending coming into Christmas, and that may give the RBA reason to pause. As far as our market goes, you know, we've had a good day today. It is off the top uh, quite by quite some Mm. quite some points to be honest yeah uh, and the volumes again you know we're, we're still seeing uh you know pretty anemic volumes really when you consider that we've had three good days we're back up to 6900 the question i guess is on everyone's lips is is santa claus coming to town <laughs> this year uh i know we may be a little early but once we get through melbourne cup thoughts do turn to santa Christmas parties, etc. So, uh, you know, I think that's going to be the question mark is whether we do see the rally into Christmas. Yeah. October can be a dodgy month, but it can be a good month. But November does tend to start off a period of optimism and bullishness in the Aussie market and overseas markets. So um, fingers crossed. I just got my first Christmas party no. invite. But no. it's, exi it's exciting for me because after nearly a decade in Asia where it's it's not such a big thing, I mean, you, you celebrate Diwali and all of that kind of thing now, but not so much Christmas. So I'm, I'm quite excited. Anyway, this is not about me no. and my social... Um, I was just going to go off on oh. Mariah Carey. On her <laughs> social media, she, she's revealed herself saying it's time, it's time. after Halloween. Yeah. It's now yeah. the season. Okay, so Henry, any of the corporate stories today float your boat? I think he, he wrote about Origin. I was just looking okay. on... on um, on, Mar yeah. on Marcus today. So tell us your take on, on Australian super saying no deal. Well, I mean, this this is a strange one, isn't it? It's, it's unusual when you get a higher bid and the stock goes down, uh, I have to say. Aussie Super have said no. Again, they've rejected the bid as too low. But I guess we're getting a bit of a foresight, well, a foretaste of what could happen to the share price if Brookfield walked away completely. Now, this is the best and final offer in theory. Uh, but they have left the gate open to some extent in terms of an off-market takeover, which would increase their ownership 
of uh, origin, but not give them control, I suspect, with Aussie Super with 13.7%. So I suspect some of the arbitrage boys have uh, bailed today. Clearly, the bid wasn't big enough. But, uh, you know, I still think that, you know, with Brookfield and EIG having done a year's work on this, this is paydays all round for everybody. It is still going to be in their interest to try and get this over the line, to try and talk Australian super around into some sort of agreement with this. I'm not sure quite how they do it because they have been quite vehement in their uh, rejection of the, uh, the bid, even with another 69 cents on the table. So it's an interesting story. Uh, I think there's a buck to be made in this somewhere. I'm not sure whether that's from the long side or the short side, but certainly, you know, this is giving us a foretaste of what the origin share price could be without that Brookfield bid. So, um, yeah, that's probably the biggest story around, I guess, today. Yeah. Now, what about Apple? What about Apple? Any any interest? What about Apple? Yeah. Any? Um, what about Apple? You know insights? what I? You know what I? Uh, well, I, I I have no real great insights into Apple. I've still got an iPhone 8, Nadine. Oh, I have okay. to say so. I am I am not I'm a bit of a luddite as far as our technology goes but what I would say and what is was encouraging I saw this morning is that the new Apple I uh, the new Apple Watch is going to include a function to uh, diagnose sleep apnea which you think Resmed would be absolutely delighted mm. about if you've got a thing you got a thing on your wrist that's telling you to go and see the doctor because you're holding your breath at night wow that is going to help your business big time. And that one is down in the dumps. So uh, that is interesting. I guess the interesting thing this afternoon uh, or well, this evening with Apple is how the Chinese slowdown is affecting them, how the, I, kind of, I guess, kind of the anti-American feeling may be affecting them. So, um, yeah, that's going to be interesting. But as I say, I have an iPhone 8 and I still like my iPhone 8 and I see no reason to upgrade it, although I have to say the pictures on the new ones yeah, are right. significant. Yeah. Well, resume shares were up better. by 3.7% <laughs> today, so I could ask you if you've got sleep apnea, but that might be getting too personal <laughs> again. You, um, we've been there before, Nadine. <laughs> we know that. Yeah, all right. Um, hey, Henry, I know you've got a busy afternoon. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you, Henry ladies. Jennings from Marcus today. Uh, market leaders, let's take a look. Mm. Cromwell Property, this one's come up a couple times this week. Uh, yeah, I don't see any news associated with it, but it is in an interest rate sensitive part of the market, so up by close to 10%. And we touched on Siona Mining earlier. It is up 9%. Pinnacle Investment looking pretty good too. Is there any news around that? 6.2%. Well, interesting that yesterday it saw its price target cut to $10.76 mm. by Macquarie, but you can see still sitting there at $8.37. There's Charter Hall. Talked about some news coming from the company earlier and Polynova, I'm not seeing anything associated with it either, but it is, you know, a growth stock, so up by yeah. 5%. And looking at the laggards, Origin we've been touching on, of course, it does look like uh, Australian Super could potentially stop this latest new bid of $16.4 billion. Chalice Mining down 5.1%. Domino's off by 3% and AGL, we've been talking about the, the weakness in mm -hmm. the utility space, Amcor off 2.5% as well. And the wake of results. All right, some of the small to mid cap spaces, Reverse Solution was out with its AGM. Clearly something was in there that was uh, taking pretty positively. Uh, that was just today. So I'll read that because it's an interesting one in the small cap tech space. Maybe we'll look to get them on. Let's flip the page, see if there's anything that we can see here and Energy One. So that is an interesting one because it has a model um, that is awfully similar to a private company that has got a lot of capital just put in it. I was reading the article, was it this morning or gosh, maybe it was even yesterday morning. That's how quickly things are going and how much is on. 
Um, but anyways, interesting to note that I reached out to Claude Walker from A Rich Life to get his assessment as to how similar the two business models were. And he said, yeah, just goes to show that Energy One is really struggling to, um, in some ways, you know, prove up uh, that they can make those types of uh, gains in the space. Oh, Anyhow, wow. I'm. Uh, it's much. It's much easier doing the leaders and laggers in the small cap when you're on. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, right, you know it all. Right. It's like this thing in your brain. All right, B of E. B of E rate decision. And you know there are star signs of, of potential recessionary fears in England, but uh, we are still expecting that they will hold 5.25%. Uh, of course, the other key thing is the read on the U.S. economy, initial jobless claims, yeah. job cuts, factory orders data, and the big ones. Apple, Eli Lilly, I mean, they've got the other drug that is sort of the, the counter to Ozempic, which is also showing some really good signs. And Moderna, of course, which used to be such a, a big one over the last couple of years with its COVID vaccine. It'll be interesting to see whether it had similar uh, numbers to Pfizer now that nobody's really getting the vax. Yeah, well, initial jobless claims, I think, will be an interesting one for a very, very data dependent Fed which we had reiterated again and again last night. And of course that leads into the US non-farm payroll report, which is the big one, which comes on Friday. But yeah, BOE reminds me of a guest I'll be speaking to first thing tomorrow morning, Fiona Chicotta joining us from Stone X. She'll be joining us oh, live yeah, on the early from show London. Tomorrow. Yes, I am. I'm looking forward to it. I don't mind an early mark sometimes. <laughs> I guess that's not quite the way you say that. But anyways, uh, I like an early start. You like an sometimes. early start. I, do. I, I like to sleep in. Um, <laughs> your your unemployment is coming through as well. Japan's markets will be closed tomorrow. And US summertime ends on Sunday. So that uh, means we need to think of our US guests come Monday. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Okay. But I thought, anyway, that's interesting. I thought we we're already three hours difference. No, but it changes because they change their clocks on a different cadence than we do. Oh, yeah, okay, so okay. they do. So it doesn't make sense. It's usually Headache the first week for of all November. Of it sure is. But at least we've advanced from making satellite bookings. Juliet, yes. I don't know if you worked in the newsroom back in the day. What mm. a nightmare trying to get a signal from Chicago yes. through New York through London and down mm. here to Australia. We have it much easier now with Skype and Zoom. Sure do. All right. Well, registrations now open for our next virtual investor event. Small Caps Big Ideas back for 2023 will be bigger, better and faster. It sure will be. We'll even include this time around a, a, a mini episode, call it that, of the call, really focused on micro caps. I'm looking forward to that one. The registration is on your screen. If you're listening to this podcast form, it is osbiz.co forward slash small caps 23. So 10 fund managers in the small cap space join us with a high conviction idea. I assume you're anchoring that one, are you? We'll, we'll see. You're, 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 you're queen of small caps. Them. Yeah. I can't help it. Um, just a final look at the figures. I was speaking of Josh Barker. I hate to drop you in it again from Macro Capital, but he was saying we'll be above 6,900, 6,899. Mm, to be fair 7. to him, we were earlier. <laughs> we were. We just Let's served just a bit we of a... closed on yeah. his target for the day, up by 9 tenths of 1%. So week to date, Juliet, we're up by more than a percent. It's good to see. Yeah, absolutely. And we've got one more day to do it all again. So we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>
Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.